This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Welcome back. Second hour. Bink at Night. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Brewers and Braves knotted up at four. Top of the six. It's game four. Lane leads that series two games to one. The Astros polished off the White Sox 10-1 in Chicago. Remember what they were saying? The Astros, they couldn't they couldn't hit on the road. As Jeff Passon put it on Twitter, it looked like the Astros hit a little bit on the road because Tapara was calling them out. You know, the White Sox pitcher, the whole back and forth with Dusty Baker. We'll get in that. Vern will join us 7:30 as we talk postseason baseball. You know what the Astros and White Sox have in common, though? You know what the commonality between the two is? Uh, I don't know. Losing records against the Royals? Yes. Hey. Ding, 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 ding. They both have losing records against the Royals this season in the season series. Now, the, the White Sox played it more because they played them 19 times. The Astros is seven times. But losing record to the Kansas City Royals. Giants and Dodgers. Um, game four later tonight. Uh, San Francisco. Great game last night. Lead the series 2-1. to one. It's in uh, L.A. Uh, Walker Buehler going for the Dodgers. 807 is the first pitch in that game. I, I'm liking these uh, baseball. This is a fun time of year. Get the NHL starting tonight. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, scoreless. We get the Kraken and the Vegas Knights later. And then, of course, the, the NBA will start this. Everything starts this month. You're in conference season in football. You've got the meat and potatoes. The NFL season started. You get that first quarter out of the way. Now let's see who's for real. That's really what happens. Separation. Separation. Second half of the season. You know, what are you going to do? You have a losing record. You're going to be able to get back up four and three, five and three, six and three. What's going to happen the second half or the second quarter, which I'm interested in as well. But Grant, this is also a famous anniversary in Kansas City. You're going to have to educate me. Okay. Nothing's coming. Nothing's coming to to mind. So nothing comes to mind. What about you, text line? Uh, you're going to cheat anyway because I'm going to give you the answer. <laughs> Unless you're on the app and you'll be a few minutes behind, so I can tell. I can tell if you're cheating or not. It's a famous anniversary in sports in Kansas City. Monday, October 12th, 2015. Do you remember where you were? Do you remember what you were doing? Monday, October 12th, 2015. Remember the Chiefs were not playing well in 2015. That's what the year they started off slow, went on that roll. Do you know what happened? I'm giving you all sorts of clues. October 12th. That's what today is. It's October 12th. It's an anniversary of this event. 
Was that when the Chiefs played the Broncos? No. It involves the Astros. It was a Monday. Monday, October 12th. (laughs) Okay. It was a 9-6 win by the Kansas City Royals over the Houston Astros. Remember that five-run eighth inning? Royals could have been eliminated. They come back against the Astros. I do know where it was, actually. Which, by the way, the Astros in their fifth straight (laughs) ALCS, which is insane. But the Royals beat the Astros that big five-run eighth inning. Can you remember where you were at that point in the eighth inning, because a lot of people, it was an afternoon game. A lot of people were driving around, listening on the radio. Check it. I remember where I was. At the start of the game, I was in class. I was in college in class. And then in the middle of the comeback, uh, I sprinted back right. to the dorm. And we watched it. There's like 20 of us. Do you remember what class it was and what teacher? I mean, how, no how good is the memory? No way. The really? Royals game was way more important. I, I I couldn't have told you what class it was when I was there. You can't. <laughs> I had it on my computer. I mean, I was streaming it. Do you ever have those weird dreams, by the way, where you missed a class? Like, I heard someone talk about newsroom. They said they had one. I think Will Steer was here. He said he had a dream. It's like, I've had that dream. Even at my age now, like, you think back, you know, like, you have this dream, you're in college, and you missed a class. Like, you hadn't gone all year. And all of a sudden, seeing the year, and you're like, crap, I forgot to go to this. Anyway, different subject. But again, Henry Lake, we were doing a show together at that point, and he wouldn't go to the bathroom. He had to go to the bathroom, but the Royals... He considered it good luck, and he was in the uh, little production room over here, and we wouldn't let him leave. Matter of fact, he was barricaded in at some point. It was, it was bad juju to go to the bathroom when that comeback was going on. Five runs for the Royals in the eighth, two in the ninth. The Royals win the game 9-6 to six over Houston, and we all know what happens then. Think about all the things that could have changed had they lost that game and not gone to back-to-back World Series, not got that championship ring. You know, different Chiefs, at least they get the championship ring before losing the Super Bowl last year. Can you imagine, though, had they lost that night? Or the wild card the year before. I mean, there's so many things. We're, just, we're close, close, close games. Where were you at? Because I remember that Royals-A's game. There's a lot of people left that game. It did not look good. The good news is we don't have to wonder. We did win the game. Don't, yeah, what it could have, should have, right? What it could have, should have, that's the bottom line. But the anniversary, October 12th, 2015, against those Houston Astros. Text line, 913-576-7610. J. Southland Tow Service text line. What were you doing? What were you doing? Were you coming back from work? Were you in your car? Did you find a TV? What were you doing this date back in 2015? And then incredible Royals comeback. I, I miss the Royals in the postseason. You know, watching these games, I miss it a lot. And I'll argue people today. This is a football town. I, I do think that. I don't know what you think, Grant, but I did grow up the whole time, though. I grew up in the 80s when the Royals were, obviously, it was more of a baseball town in the 80s. I had season tickets over at the Chiefs, but it was a, it was a baseball town. But then when Marty came and everything, then it became really a football town. And the rise of Kansas State and Bill Snyder and what you have at Kansas State, a lot of people's interests were in football. You know, all the way through the you know the first part of two thousands there. You know, when Kansas was good at football, Missouri, the game at Arrowhead. You know, football is a big thing in this town, and obviously, it's back to that now with the Kansas City Chiefs really, really sparking your interest every Sunday, whether you're mad as hell or excited. But two thousand fifteen, this date, October twelfth. Uh, just where were you? Nine one three five seven six seven six ten. I'll share those. Grant was in class. He doesn't remember what class was. You, you didn't even remember your grades. If you don't remember the class, you don't remember your grade. 
My grade in the class? Did your teacher let you all leave? Did, did, did no they see way, the, man. The, the teacher didn't see the importance of what was going on. I know it's there's in Manhattan. There's no chance, man. There's a lot of people in KC and a lot of Royals fans. There's no chance. Uh, was your class mostly Royals fans? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the vast majority of people were aware of what was happening. Yeah. So they, they were paying attention to what was going on. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely the predominant thing going on that day. Man, screw that teacher. I Seriously. Mean, I mean, there were quite literally like 30, 40, 50 of us. you don't even remember the damn class, but you no remember the game. See, that that's the thing. I mean, the, the grand scheme of things, I know education is important all that, blah, blah, blah. But let's be honest. I so graduated. I got a good degree. Who cares what the did. grade was? You did. The teacher should have let you. It brought a radio in or something. Well, I mean, I got to watch the comeback. I, I ran back to the dorm, and there were like 50 of us watching man, the comeback. Good for you. 816. I was listening on 610 radio. It was magic, man. It was magic listening to the game on the radio. Jess in Lawrence. What's up, my friend? Uh, not much. How's it going? Good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. I was on a job site in South Alaska, and they did not allow radios. Oh, no. Oh, and no. I showed up, and I came walking in after, you know, right around lunchtime, and the general contractor was like, what are you doing with that radio? They're not allowed. I was like, I don't care. The Royals game's on. I'm going to listen to it. Was this a you private know, contractor or was this a state? Yeah, it was a, a general contractor. Oh, yeah. But I said, I don't care what you say. I'm listening to the leaping game. <laughs> and uh, finally, his owner was there doing a walk around, and he goes, why does nobody have the pregame on? <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, I don't care about our no radio rules. Today, they're allowed to have radios. So <laughs> That's good. That's uh, good. Everybody brought in radios, and we just had it going. You can't go anywhere without hearing it. <laughs> so you, you kept your job, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I All right. still have the same job today. Good. Day. How about that? How about that? How about that? Uh, man, things do change, don't they? Uh, it's fun. From the text line, 816, working at the Peanut on Santa Fe back then. Obviously, plenty of, of televisions in there. 816, I believe there was a race that day. I was in the infield turn two watching the game on bunny ears in the race. 785, watching the game in a buddy's house, skipped class, and a uh, student meeting. Wouldn't miss that for the world. Um, 913, I was in the wire area cutting wire at work. They wouldn't let me out of the wire area. 913, was at my desk sweating every pitch with a buddy of mine at the next desk over. We were defeated and pissed at all the pre-celebrating the Astros were doing. I love that. That's good stuff. Ryan in Lenexa. What's up, my man? Hey, how we doing? Good. Hey, so actually, I, I remember exactly where I was. I was in high school, in late East High School, 7th hour. I was actually in Miss Evans' entrepreneurship class. About <laughs> you remember it? I, I got an A in the class. There you go. So I remembered that. Um, but, yeah, we were all streaming the game. Um, actually, at that point, we were very depressed. We thought the Rose were going to lose. And, <laughs> um, we ended up winning, obviously, which was really cool. When you said October 12th, that was actually the first game, first game that came to mind. <laughs> so that's what's kind of funny about it. Did you have more fun watching that game or listening to that game or the wild card game? Oh, wild card game, 100%. Like, that was I, – I thought we were, like, honestly done. And that Salvi – like, it was one – like, with that game, that Salvi walk-off and, like, having them hit that, that was probably – that will be forever engraved in my mind. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I got pulled over the night of the uh, – uh, game seven, 2014. I was speeding. It was late at night. I was leaving Kauffman Stadium. Have a, I didn't drink a drop, of course, when they're doing my job, right? It's being responsible, Grant. 
doing my job, got pulled over. So this this is after the game. After then. the game. After the game. Never forget it either. I still had my media credential on. That's or whatever. a bad night. No, it turned out well. Okay. It turned out it turned out as a warning. Because the officer was pissed at the result as well with Mad- Madison Bumgarner. Hey, then it so worked in your said, favor then. <laughs> I said, Madison Bumgarner, the thoughts in my head, I'm sorry, officer, I wasn't looking at the speed. And you know what? I was cool about it. Everybody was pissed at Madison Bumgarner. That became the Halloween costume that people uh, would scare the hell out of people with. I'm still kind of pissed at Madison Bumgarner, to be honest. You know, I've never seen, and it, what's funny about Mad Bum is, there is some some hatred for him. I've seen the hatred towards athletes. Brett Laurie and stuff like that. I mean, I understand that one because th- nobody likes that get that that tool. But the bottom line is, with Mad Bum, it's just like he was so damn good. I mean, it was historical what he was doing. Like, when he comes walking out of that bullpen, it's like, damn it. Like, the Giants just wait, man. Let's get that lead and put Mad Bum in there. Because Mad Bum was like that dude. That you never Just the role he was on, you didn't want to see him. I can't think of any other athlete at any other time. Yes, John Elway against the Chiefs comes to mind. A guy you didn't want to see at the end of the games, but Mad Bum was that guy because of the stakes of the game, the magnitude. It's not like the Chiefs are seeing, you know, John Elway in the AFC title game or anything like that. But the stakes of the game and Mad Bum, man, that guy scared the hell out of him. I remember talking it's to like him. like the Terminator, man. I remember talking to him at an All-Star game uh, the next year because we had a chance and – Everybody gets up on a booth, and nobody, he's just sitting there like nobody's talking to the Mad Bum. And and then Vern has the best story, because I'll ask him to, to to bring it back up when he joins at 730. He saw him at the All-Star game in, in San Diego. Remember when it was out there with the Padres? And he talked to him about, you know, just the, just the stress level you get when you're playing every year into the postseason. Because what the Giants did, they won in 10. Then they didn't get the playoffs 11. They won in 12, didn't win it, didn't go to playoffs 13. Won it in 14. So they weren't doing it like every year. Like, you look at the Chiefs. Like, that's how I looked at the bye. Like, how important I looked at the bye for the Chiefs. They played more football than any other team in the NFL. Back-to-back Super Bowls, AFC title year before. They are used to playing postseason baseball. Matter of fact, we've gotten a little bit spoiled by having postseason football in this town. We went decades without success in it. Hell, I spent a lot of money on season tickets throughout the 80s without seeing this stuff. Would have loved to have seen this stuff, Grant. That's why that's why that's why the buy was so important. You know, the whole belief too, can you win or not? Like they had the Giants had that winning mantra about them. That's why it's hard to discount the Kansas City Chiefs because they've got that winning aura about them. You know, they've got that winning attitude. They've been there, they've done that, they know what it takes to do it. That's one thing they have different than other teams. They 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 have in the back of their minds, they know the fact they can do it. And that stuff's important. Joey Bosa said something uh, this this uh, last week in Los Angeles um, when he's not throwing Derek Carr under the bus. Uh, he did talk about the difference between last year's Chargers and this year's, and I think this is kind of important when you relay it to the Bills, to be honest with you, when he said this. We, we just showed resilience, and I think until we keep doing it, which we have these last two weeks, I think everybody's going to start believing it, and I think we do now. So just having that confidence where, I mean, in years past, you come in at half with a lead, I'm like, oh, God, 
what are we going to do this time to screw this up? And it's, I'm sorry, but it's kind of how my, how my mind works because it just happened so many times. I think we're just coming together as a team and we all believe in each other, believe in the coaching. And uh, when Coach Staley goes up there and talks to us, everybody's listening and it's just, again, a great team win. See, that's that's the charge that's supposed to say. And even when we had a lead at halftime, I was like wondering, how are we going to screw this game up? That was his mindset. That's that's the difference between you know, having that losing mentality and winning. And the Bills got a taste of that winning mentality. They beat the Chiefs. You know, Josh Allen got that win over the Chiefs. That's something that could have been crushed. Because I'll tell you this much. When it was 31-20, the unnecessary roughness in the end zone, the Chiefs got the pick. And all of a sudden, Mahomes goes down the field. gets a t- There's four points. Four-point difference at that point. Or if the Chiefs go for two, there's three-point difference. Things start tightening up a little bit, don't they? We were robbed of that opportunity. That would have been a golden moment in the NFL. What could have happened? And Carl Cheffers, the official, is an idiot. 17 penalties against two of the most unpenalized teams in the league this year. And that happened. I feel robbed of that opportunity. I want to see how they reacted. Because Bosa, right there, he was wondering how they lose it. How They have the lead, wondering how they're going to lose it. That's the mindset the teams get into when they lose. Chiefs do not have that mindset yet. They get pissed when they lose, which is a good thing. Because they're going <laughs> to – hopefully you don't want to see the fingers point to the defense because that is the problem with the Kansas City Chiefs. Big T and Shawnee, hold on to the line. I know you know where you were at October 12, 2015. We discussed that more in Vern Joy 730, talking postseason baseball next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Big at Night. Anniversary date to the big game, divisional game against Houston Astros, October 12th, 2015. Are the Chiefs the second best team in the AFC? We'll talk to Vern about uh, Major League Baseball postseason coming up in a little bit. Not like he's doing a lot right now, Grant. Not like he's doing a lot now. You keep beating up Vern. I don't know if he's going to keep coming on to, to talk about baseball. No, he likes me. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. What's up, Big T? I know you remember this night. Oh, heck yeah. Thanks for taking my call, Bink and Grant. Good stuff. Yeah, that brought up a lot of memories, man. Listen to that. You know, and we talked about that bum guard. Ooh, 
that was probably one of the greatest performances in World Series history. Even though Big T, you know, you're 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 from around here. Can you think of another athlete that scared? I mean, I know that Elway Chiefs that whole thing, but you got to think about what the stakes were. World Series, you know, man, it, I, is Bad Bum the most? Does he uh, get you more than any other athlete we've faced ever? He does, man. I mean, that guy did it. I mean, he was a starter. Then they bring him in to do the relief, and it's just like, what is this guy like? Yeah. Like like Babe Ruth, you know, or like a, you know, a Cy Young put together. No, that guy put in a woolly performance. He really, yeah. if it won for him, if it won for him, we'll, we win that World Series. I'll guarantee it being. Yeah, yeah, hard you to know? argue. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, this one on a bigger stage, but this is a lesser, but I knew another guy that used to stick it to us was Reggie Jackson, but I'm <laughs> a little older than you. I don't hey, know if you're hey, you're probably not big T. I'm kind of those, old. Those hurt. Those hurt. But, uh, but yeah, I remember that day. That was a great day, and you know, won that game part of the Correa kick too. Bink, what, did, what, didn't that didn't that happen where Correa kicked the ball and they called it the Correa kick game, or was that the game before? Yeah, it was. Yeah, the, part of that uh, five or an eighth. I think it was the Correa kick. Yeah, that's how I remember that game, and it was just brings back so much memories. I'm, I can't wait to listen to Vern. I already missed my baseball, but I'm following this World Series, and and you know, Bink, far as our our football team, you know, I still got the Chiefs up there. I know I rant and rave about them, but we're a fan, and that's what we do. We try to grind them and try to get them going. You know, we can't always give them the best accolades, but maybe sometimes if we grind their rears, they can pull their bootstraps up and just play football and bring this thing together. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I heard a guy earlier talking about some stats of Herbert, and this is nothing against our quarterback, but how many shuffle passes does Patrick Mahomes have that go for touchdowns that inflate his stats, too? Oh, those push passes. Yeah, it's, it, here's the bottom line. It's part of their offense. Offense, what they do, it's what they do well, so can't knock them for it. No, you can't knock him for it. I love it. I love the plays they do, and, and, I, and I hope we could just keep from not turning that ball over. We could just turn it around, and, and then let's rally behind our players. I bag on them. Everybody does, but the city, we need. they need us now, and, and they're on the road, and when they go on the road, maybe they can get it together, and, and you know, I called in yesterday. I was talking to Carrington, and I did my call, and he was disappointed I didn't do the train, but after a game like that, the, the whistle just wouldn't blow, Bink. It was Come so on, Big T, it always but, works, man. It, it, you know, it just had to take a night off, but now okay. the whistles, the whistles back on. Bring track. it! And, I, and this is for CDOT since I did do it yesterday. All right. And by God, let's go into Washington and let's get that Chiefs victory. Let's pull our bootstraps up and play some football. I don't want to hear any excuses. It's Chiefs, 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 and you're coming for you, AFC. We're like Bink said. If we're going to be the hunters, you better watch it because we're still we're still coming for you. And as always, let's go Chiefs. Well said, uh, Big T. Love the choos tonight. The choo-choos were on point. Grant Nicholson was fired up and putting his hands in the air during the choo-choos. He, his whistle didn't work yesterday. I, like I mean, it's never not worked for Big T. I mean, I don't blame him, man. The defense was a lot his whistle. to feel good about yesterday. The defense run Big T's whistle. Well, he got it back now. It's a minor inconvenience. Oh man, there's gonna be some points this weekend, or it should be. I mean, paper would. I mean, I mean, Washington's defense was supposed to be pretty good coming into the year, but I know, it sucks. I, I know it sucks, but like the 63 points these two teams give up. I mean, that is just screaming over. What, what's the what's the number at? Do we know? I mean, I, I would number? stay. I would stay away from that. The Chiefs haven't been so hot against the spread. I would. I would stay far, far away from that. Uh, what's the current line on that that, that, that game? But the over under. See if it's changed. As the number well. I see is fifty-five and a half for the over/under. Over, over. You think over for sure? If if I 
I would not do the spread in this game. It would be the over-under. Okay. What about you? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I like to stay away from over-unders, but, like, you would like to think that the Chiefs come out and, and throw the ball around a little bit. That was on fire out. last Friday night. Bringing my, my, my guy, Art Dice, from the uh, Westgate Superbook. Do it every Friday night, 730. We do odds. Do some college football. Do some NFL. We'll talk some college football in a bit, too, because they want to pick your brain on a few things since you like it. And why not? It's Tuesday night. Chiefs didn't talk today. Let's enjoy it. Chiefs are seven-point favorites. Does that scare you? You know, their record kind of against the spread lately. I mean, I know they covered against the Eagles, but... So the thing that scares me is their defense, that. and Patrick yeah. Mahomes won how many games in a row by a single I, score? Like, I that would, that's I the would, worrying part. They're not blowing teams out. They haven't for years. I'm with you. 55 and a half over under. Again, Washington, uh, 31st point, uh, 31 points a game, 31st in the NFL. The Chiefs, 32.6, 32nd in the NFL. It's a battle of the teams in the 30s, man. 31 and 32 scoring defenses. Something's got to give. It was Chase Young, by the way, that once said the toughest tackle I ever faced in college was Lucas Niang. But it's hard to find stats for that game because he didn't have any stats. So I guess that was good. It's when Ohio State played TCU in a non-con. That was good to hear. I liked hearing that from Chase Young. He said the combine a few years ago. Gino in Overland Park. What's up, my man? Well, how you doing? Hi, Gino. I'm calling on uh, in response to the last call. I mean, it takes something to break Big T's whistle. I mean, the defense something. did though, man. It it broke the whistle. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to try to build on Big T's last call because that picked me up a little bit. All right, all right. Do. I, I've been feeling pretty down about it, but here's my vision. Okay. Of what an improving Chiefs defense looks like. Uh, and, and here's what happens. Charvarius Ward comes back, okay. and we push uh, Sneed to the slot where he uh, belongs and is more effective. So the back end gets a little better. Blitzes the quarterback um, a little bit. Yeah, Chris Jones, uh, I, ideally I'd like to see him play tackle, but I don't know that that's going to happen. But he play, he comes back, and he's physically healthier, so he performs better. And we get an above-average player minimum out of Chris Jones. Uh, uh, the other guy, the $26 million guy, I can't even remember his name now. But uh, he plays not like a dog. Now, I do not expect this to happen, but this is the happy, optimistic Geno. Number 55 plays not like a dog. I'm, I'm really using my imagination. Uh, Jaron Reed remembers that he's Jaron Reed and plays at an average or slightly above average level. Uh, Spagnolo remembers how to get players to to line up where they're supposed to be and understands where they're supposed to go. Now, here's the big thing, though. We take Dirty Dan, and I appreciate Dirty Dan for everything he's done. No matter how bad uh, uh, number 22 Thornhill is, he cannot be. He's athletic. He's got a lot of promise. He used to play well. And if they put him back there, I don't care if he makes some mistakes. I'm with you on all these points. He's going to play athletically, and I think he's going to make a number of plus plays. I think he'll get interceptions. He'll hit guys hard. And ultimately, he will be an above-average player at some time this year and ongoing into next year. Put him in there. Let's get faster. Let's get younger. Let's get more athletic. And then I see all these things working together. I see Willie Gay coming back and playing every game and being better. And by the end of the year, in my fondest hopes, we are the 19th or 21st or 22nd best defense, which mm. goes along 
with an offense that stays healthy, we play at a high level, we get in as a wild card perhaps, and we're dangerous in the playoffs, and I don't know what will happen. Now, well, having said all that, you, it's, it's still, yeah, respond, it's plenty, plenty of time. Plenty let, time. Me, let, let me finish by, by just, just adding on and saying I can't do it right, but I want to say choo choo in support of that last That's call. That's fine. And, and, and Please bring it. If you will. Thanks Absolutely. Give me a choo choo. Give me a one louder than that, Gino. Let's go. Okay. Uh, let's go. Let's go, Chiefs. Choo choo. I like it, Gino. I like it. Nice job. Choo choo. Choo choo. To a big T. His whistle was broken because of the defense, man. Another guy he calls a lot to Royals post game, Josh Vernier. MLB postseason. We'll talk to Vern about some memories. October 12th, 2015. Where were you? Find out where Vernon was. Well, actually, I know where Vernon was. Stuffing his face with hot dogs. We do that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Welcome back to Bacon Night. Still 4-4. Brewers, Braves knotted up. The Strohs beat the White Sox earlier today. Of course, celebrating a little bit of moment. October 12th. Today's October 12th. October 12th, 2015. That comeback against Houston. All our dreams might have been crushed. One guy that was very interested in that game because he was doing Royals postgame that night. He had more hair, and he weighed uh, a lot less. Josh Vernier, Royals insider. What do you remember of that night, Vern? Well, the hair, 100% true. And the only reason I weighed less was because I was addicted to cigarettes. <laughs> so if you want to keep your shape, kids, uh, keep smoking. No, 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 no. Uh, but it, that that's the reason why the LBs have been coming back on. No, what I remember about that night was sitting out in right field which was the auxiliary press box where they put all the media members that don't really matter. Uh, so that's where I, I was sitting, and that's where I was set up to do the postgame show. And when uh, Carlos Correa took Madsen deep, uh, it, it was over. It, 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 you know, 2014 was suddenly, you know, that was the pinnacle, losing to Madison Bumgarner. That was going to be as good as it got. Um, you know, you look. I looked around, and, I was just surrounded by Astros fans uh, celebrating, uh, just smiles ear to ear. We all know what those smiles look like because we've now had them as Royals fans, but uh, they were everywhere. And then in the blink of an eye, uh, everything changed. Those same people that I was looking at with 
a little bit of jealousy because they were going to keep their favorite team play baseball that season. Suddenly, uh, their face was just uh, shock. Uh, you know, just a lot of ghost faces around Minute Maid Ballpark, and then did the post game show, and eh, the 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 rest was history. You oh know? man, uh, Morales yeah. did his thing in Game Five, mm. and, and yeah, we never forget throat slashes, all that. I mean, man, I, I remember listening to you. Man, it was so much fun. Like you know, listening to you on the post game, the excitement. Uh, I had Big T call in a few minutes ago. He was always calling those. He, he lost his whistle, by the way. He couldn't whistle. The defense ruined it for him. I, he's got it back now, though. By the way, I did. I did. I did yeah. catch that. Yeah. Uh, it, one one other thing about that game that I'm, um, I, I think is often forgot about because he he wasn't going to end with the W was, Yodano uh, Ventura pitched again very well and as 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 we often do, you know, you, you look back and you wonder what could have been with Yordano if he was um, still with us and remained in a Royals uniform and what it could have been, of course, off the diamond, but it, uh, but talking about what he what he could have meant to this organization, man, you, you look at his postseason numbers. This was a guy that just every time you needed him, he was ready to answer the bell in the big moments, and that was one of them. He kept them in that game, the bullpen ultimately coughing it up, which was you know spitting in the face of what that team normally did. Vern, you had some big moments in 14 and 15. When you think about... Yeah, been all downhill since, though. <laughs> yeah, it really has. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> but it, but what, like when you think about your career in broadcasting and doing this, I mean, when you look at certain games like that wild card game or that game in Houston or you know losing the Mad Bum in game seven there when he came out of the pen there, or I sat with you in New York when the Royals won. I think I fell asleep on your floor as you went all night long. Uh, floor of the press box. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I hope Wachowski's listening and cuts that. No, I was. I was asleep on the floor of the press box, probably snoring, but it was late. Yeah. But anyway, where does that kind of rank? That, that Just that night. It's an afternoon game. I remember all the superstitions we had. Henry, we wouldn't let him go to the bathroom because of the comeback. I mean, just all the little things. People rushing home from work. Grant's telling me he's in class at Kansas State. He runs back to watch the the end of that game. But yeah. what what did it? where does that kind of rank with you, you know, Everyone has a story. My 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 wife during that game was was driving. I I don't know where point A to point B, uh, but she thought being in the car was the thing that that made the comeback happen. <laughs> yeah. So once that comeback started, she drove around the city of uh, you know um, Lee Summit or wherever she was <laughs> for the entire rest of the game just wow. to make sure that the Royals. Well, yeah, everyone has a story with that game. Um, it, I I, I want to say that's. That that's not number one because the Royals uh, weren't the home team and and ha- and doing something like that in front of your fans to me uh, being in that atmosphere, uh, the, the, you know, the, there's just something yeah. different about that. So I'll, the wild card game will forever be uh, the greatest baseball game I've ever been to. Uh, yeah, that would probably rank number two. Um, a, a Tigers walk off to win the pennant in 2006 would probably take the number three spot. Um, I mean, th- there was a moment covering the, the Brewers where uh, they won their game, but they needed the Cardinals lose, uh, the, the Cubs to lose to make the playoffs. So they won their game, and everyone in Miller Park stuck around and watched the game on the Jumbotron. It went final. Brewers clinched. The entire team ran out on the field and sh- uh, you know sprayed the fans with champagne. So uh, that would probably sit number four, but... Uh, look, it's crazy to say that the one World Series championship that I've covered, 
that those games would probably, uh, you know, sit on the outside. You know, game yeah. five would probably be number five on the list because, yeah, that was memorable. But, Bink, you remember you and I sitting right next to each other. Uh, it, 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 it just never seemed like they were going to lose. No. Uh, the Astros, I thought they were going to lose. The A's, I thought they were going to lose those games. But the Mets... Once Lorenzo Cain, again, we talk about this all the time, once Lorenzo Cain got on, once Matt Harvey walked Lorenzo Cain, you and I knew the game was over, and ultimately it was. You know, it was a lot of fun, Vern. We were talking about Mad Bum, too, and I was thinking about villains and kids. He, he did everything right. I mean, there's nothing he, you know, he did wrong. He, just, he was just that good. He was just the guy you didn't want to see. And I, I recalled you going to an All-Star game in San Diego once. I was kind of parallel to the Chiefs, how many games of football they played. You know, back-to-back Super Bowls, they've been the more they played more football games than anybody. But you had an interesting conversation with Mad Bum, and I always bring it up because they'd win in ten, they won in twelve, won in fourteen, but they didn't do it back to back to back. It took a toll on them. Yeah, yeah, wore them out. Um, but but Madison Bumgarner, I mean that that performance is, I mean it, it, it's him, it's Randy Johnson in '01, greatest you know, I've Bob ever seen, Bob Gibson in '67. Yeah, the, the, there's there's few World Series performances that can be mentioned in the same sentence with what Madison Bumgarner did in 2014. But I, I think you were there uh, when when he pitched at Kaufman for the first time after that. I don't know if it was three, four, five years later, um, but I remember talking to him, and 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 you want to dislike the guy. But he's, you know, very respectful oh, and, and very self-deprecating, <laughs> um, doesn't take himself too seriously. Nope. And that you, you watch him out on the field and he's, you know, trying to fight Yasiel Puig. He seems like the worst on the diamond, but seems like a very yeah. normal guy off the diamond. Go figure. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was uh, kind of funny. All right, Vern, you and I have had a back and forth all year about the Astros or in the White Sox. Uh, I Both of them had losing records against the Royals. You've seen them both <laughs> yeah. up close. I kept telling you, though, the way the Royals, even though they played the White Sox 19 times, is like, man, I really question this team in the postseason. There was the whole back and forth between Tempera, the uh, White Sox pitcher, talking about how they didn't swing the bat well when they got in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, and then Jeff yeah. Passan tweets out, hey, they looked fine to me tonight uh, right. with the way the Astros were hitting. The Astros' run differential was crazy this year in baseball. This is our fifth straight ALCS, which is absolutely insane. So we've got that matchup with the Red Sox. we get got the Brewers. Going against the Braves right now, the Giants and Dodgers. Fun postseason. But as we sit right now, who, who do you got in the World Series now? Oh I know these God. other games and series aren't finished, but Astros, Red Sox, who's going to come out ahead? Man, I, 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 I got I to gotta side with the Astros because Carlos Correa is a postseason murderer. I mean, he's in that Pujols, Bumgardner category that we're talking about. He is a legendary October ball player. I, I think he adds to that. Altuve, I mean, you just look look at the one through seven of the Houston Astros. Uh, now that Max Muncy's hurt, uh, there's nobody in baseball that can match that offense. Uh, but, of course, it, it normally comes down to uh, pitching. Uh, so if Lance McCullers and uh, Framber uh, Van- uh, Valdez can, can keep this up, uh, I, the offense is going to be there. Uh, can the bullpen continue to uh, you know, uh, impress as much as it has over the past, what, month, month and a half? Uh, Houston has to be the favorite coming out of the American League, and I'm, I'm done picking against the Giants. 
<laughs> I know they beat the Royals in 2014, and we're supposed to dislike them, but uh, Posey, Crawford, uh, Wade, Longoria, Bryant, I, I don't dislike this Giants ball club. Maybe I want to dislike Gabe Kapler, but I don't know why. I think it's the beard and the glasses. Uh, but I'll take the, the Giants with that. and the Astros. No, but he's going for a Hulk like Clark Kent, Hulk Hogan, NWO look. I don't, right. He's just going, no, I got no issue with you glasses. You got kind of personal there. No, I wear glasses in the press box, but mine are like crooked and they're a lot like the ones Fanning used to wear. He had like nine pairs. <laughs> that's true. I just wear one. That's correct. Well, Vern, I, I, uh, but but that, that's who I'll take. I'll take okay. Giants and Astros right. right now. See, I've had trouble picking this. I really have because I like is a Kansas City fan. Like, who should I root for? Like, I can never root for the Astros in my personal. What about opinion. Dusty though? What about Dusty? You know Baker? what? How you can you what? not root for Dusty? I mean, Baker? I, I did like this a couple nights ago after that game in Chicago. After uh, Ryan Tapara made his comments about him cheating, I love this. I haven't heard anybody even talk about it. To tell you the truth. You know, he can say what he wants to say. I, I, I never even heard his name before. <laughs> he pitched yeah. against the Astros today, but when he says yeah. I never even heard of the guy, like, listen, the I don't like the slant. Astros. I like Dusty, though, man. That was classic. And today, after Correa got a big RBI knock on a fastball up and out of the zone, um, he was being interviewed during the game by Tom Verducci, and he said, oh, that that's all – he looked like Hank Aaron right there, and he's like, and he looked up to the heavens and said, "Thank, thanks, Hank." Mm. Uh, I mean, the the stories that he has, uh, the man that he is, uh, his his place in baseball. I I, w- I would just really love for him to get that title because then there's just no doubt that Dusty Baker will be in Cooperstown a few years after he hangs it up. I just it's it just hard for me. Like the Rays, one of these stories. I kind of like how they do baseball, the analytics and all that. I'm kind of like that stuff, but sure. And I've been to their state. It's terrible. But the bottom line is, I got, I'm tired of Tampa. And I know they're you didn't on... go to Tampa for the baseball stadium. Well, they, they, Let's be real. I, I, we I, know why you go to Tampa. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's not talk about that, Vern. <laughs> but I went to the game. I mean, here's Tampa. They've won the last two NHL Stanley Cubs. They, the Buccaneers won with Tom. I'm tired of Tampa. Tampa, whatever you want to call it. So I couldn't root for the Rays. I certainly don't want to call it Tampa. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, dude ended up in the wrong house. I don't know if you heard about that. He was looking for Byron Leftwich last year and went in the wrong house. Can you imagine walking downstairs and seeing Tom Brady on your couch? Anyway, different story for a different day. I guess it comes down to the Brewers and Braves. I mean, Giants in, in, in Dodgers, definitely the series to watch with that 107 to 106 and wins. I respect that. But, you know, the Braves have been those lovable losers. They finally got one, you know, finally through there in 95. But the Brewers, you know, maybe the Brew Crew, Locaine's two for three tonight. Like, who should I root for, I, Vern? Well, I mean, I would say root for Milwaukee because they're uh, a similar market to Kansas City. But they, they they just don't have the offense, in my opinion, and I can be wrong. Um, and they, they don't have the pitching anymore now that Devin Williams uh, made a mistake that many – people have made and punched a wall or punched something and broke yes. their hand. Uh, I would like to make fun of it, it, but I've done it too. But you know what? Yeah, though, I'm not I've pitching in the playoffs either. Yeah, that, that's that's true. Uh, so I, I think that just – I don't give Milwaukee a chance against Los Angeles or San Francisco. Atlanta, uh, they can. Um, I, I, I think they're, they're, they're top – Max Fried uh, might be one of the three best lefties – in Major League Baseball, Ian Anderson is very comfortable in the postseason, and Charlie Morton, that's a strong one, two, three. 
Uh, their bullpen with Luke Jackson and Will Smith has looked better lately. You, you, you just wish they had Acuna uh, because if, if he was in there, I, I think they can go toe-to-toe with a monthly, uh, Muncie-less Dodgers and the Giants at 100%. But without Acuna, again, I, I still think it's going to be Dodgers, Giants, whoever comes out of that wins the pennant. Vern, Astros got busted for cheating. Let's be seriously. When you look at these po- low, low kings up to bat, by the way, um, how many of these playoff teams do you think cheat? I know the Astros got busted. Let's be honest. The teams cheat, don't they? Uh, well, I mean, if you're you're not cheating, you're not trying. Well, yeah. I mean, what's cheating? Well, they tried really hard, huh? I mean, you can steal signs at second base. You don't have an issue with that, right? No. I mean, the, there's ways to do it within the game of baseball, but everybody's got kind of an eye looking at teams. I I know the Astros were but theirs was more elaborate, but let's face it, they weren't the only team to Look, cheat. I'll, I'll say this. The kind of cheating that is happening in baseball is affecting the game as much as the cheating that's happening in football, right? Every, everybody's covering their mouths. Everyone's paranoid. You, you talk to any head coach in the NFL, any manager in Major League Baseball, they're all, to a certain extent, paranoid about injuries or secrets or anything getting out there. Everyone's going to look for any advantage that they can find because millions and sometimes billions of dollars are on the line. So, uh, yeah, yeah, cheating's going on, but cheating's going on in everything. Lorenzo Cain is adjusting the gloves again. Shocker. <laughs> He's adjusting the gloves again. 4-4. Four, four. How about this? Lorenzo Cain in the, up to bat right now. I'll tell you what happens. Vernon, always good to talk to you. I know you're really not doing a damn thing right now, but it's always <laughs> good to hear from you. No, seriously. You're really probably just not doing anything. Which okay, you'll, you'll, I, that's why I'm laughing. I'm, you, you, well, <laughs> I'm acknowledging that you're right. I want to get a project started, but, Bink, there's always a baseball game on oh, or a football out. game on, or I, I, can, I can't I get off my big fat ass. I know. This baseball's been fun. Low Kane just flew out, by the way. He just he made a run at it, though. He made a run. He didn't hey, have the gloves right. Speaking of getting fat, have you seen Jock Peterson? He's gotten husky. Well, He looks like me. Look at him. Look at that big round face. I mean, there's the yeah. definition of husky and non-husky. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well. Who did Frank Coor call me? Um, Wickman? Uh, yeah, Bob Wickman. Husky pitcher for the Indians? Yeah. And yeah. look at him now in the media. Frenchie and Binkley back together again. Mm. I you got to get him on. I should. I should. should. Yeah, since the Braves are doing what they're doing, yeah, let's see what, we'll yeah. see what happens, see if they can beat the Brew crew. Vern, always good talking baseball with you. Enjoyed it. it October 12, 2015. You know, we won't forget uh, that as fun day in Royals history. So, had to bring you on, buddy. Thanks for having me on, man. All right, take care, Vern. There's Josh Vernier right there, our Royals insider. Can't be Vern. Vern's the best out there. I wish he was talking postseason because there was nothing. I mean, nothing better. You hang on every word, 14 and 15, when, when Vern was on. You probably did at K-State as well, Grant. You have to hear what Vern had to say. I mean, he was down in Houston. You know, looking for a place. You know, he's in enemy territory there. Looking for a place to broadcast the game. Never forget when the Royals win it in 2015. Goes all night long. And we, in Chicago, when they clinched in 14 to go to the playoffs, like he went like three or four hours, something like that. I mean, just enemy territory. Just, but he was trying to find a spot there in Houston. It's funny. Yeah, we did. We listened after every single game. I turned it on the app, and we listened to the post game with Josh. I'll never forget New York, though. They were They kind of hurried everybody off the field. Salvi was MVP. I think he won a Corvette or something. They were even moving that car. But they moved everybody up the field. Like the Royals did the opposite when the Giants won the year before. They even turned the fountains like orange and like showed them respect. But New York gave Kansas City zero respect. Talk about that. More of the playoffs coming up next. 
This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bink at Night. Sorry I went a little long with Vern there. I, it's the anniversary of October 12, 2015. I think they'll be okay with it. I don't think you need to apologize. I can't believe you were listening to some Vern. In 2015? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, we knew it was up. That's awesome. 4-4 four, four still, Brewers and Braves. I guess I will root for the winner of this series. I just don't have a dog in the fight. It's really weird. Uh, honestly, like, I, I feel dirty, like, take a shower dirty rooting for the Astros or Red Sox. Can't do that. As the A's just, or the, the Braves just went went yard. Freddie Freeman? Yeah. Five to four. Honestly, I'll take anybody from the the NL over either the Astros or the the Red Sox. I'll take any four of these NL teams. I mean, the Astros, this is five straight ALCS. Tired of them. Yeah, really tired of them. Pretty sick of the Red Sox, too. Yeah, I'm tired of the Red Sox, too. (laughs) You see they were calling that the Tom Brady series, the Red Sox and Rays? Yeah, I saw that. I can't. When in the future, Bink, will we ever be able to escape Tom Brady? Is he just going to be around for the rest of our lives? Very boogeyman like, isn't it? Yeah. Are we just going to have to see him anytime Boston or Tampa Bay gets mentioned ever in anything? Unfortunately, yes. Ugh. He's just. You know, and we're partly to blame for that. No, I am not. No, not you. Okay. Kansas City is. 2000. Uh, 18 AFC title game, D Ford offsides. Tom gets a ring. He, the Chiefs really aided two of Tom Brady's rings. He's probably stuck at five. If they win that game, get to the Super Bowl, Tom doesn't get ring number six. Then the, then he faces the Chiefs, got ring number seven. Like the Chiefs are a big part of what happened in Tom Brady, and that, that bothers me. That really bumps me out, too. I wish he wouldn't have said that. Is he the biggest villain in sports right now? I mean, I, listen, I mean, what he does is he's just good. And he, he's like 60 and he still plays. He's good. But you know, I know Mad Bum and stuff, but I, I, Tom Brady's probably at that Mad Bum level. Yeah, I'd think or so for sure. I mean, Mad Bum was is one good seven-game series against the, the, the Royals, but Tom Brady's been around for two decades now. I'm sick of it. Sick of it, bro. Yeah, me too, man. And I know other people were, too. You talk to people in Buffalo, as much as it pains them to root against Tom Brady, they were that close to losing to Tom Brady again last year, the Buffalo Bills, had they beat the Chiefs in the AFC title game. Do you realize Tom Brady with Belichick had won 32 of 35 against those Buffalo Bills? I mean, they really, really despised them. So as much as Buffalo hated the root for the Chiefs, they probably were. That's how bad they hated Tom Brady. I mean, it's. Uh, I still listen, man. I still got a coaster that's got Tom and Patrick on it and stuff, and not so kind words. Tom Brady's a goat kind of thing, and it, I, I still had the coaster. I put beer on it and stuff, but it's like I so bad wanted Patrick to beat Tom. Now he's beat him in the regular season. What beat him twice? But the postseason wins are the ones. No one's gonna remember the regular season wins, bro. No, they don't. Nothing's gonna. They don't. Yeah. Don't remember what happened in Tampa last year or the time up in New England. We just remember that playoff loss and D Ford offsides and 
the Super Bowl that I can't rewatch. Even though I try to rewatch every Chiefs game, that game didn't matter because it's the end of the season. Like, unfortunately, watching that Bills game again was kind of important. I mean, honestly, I'll probably... Sickening. I'll avoid that Super Bowl game for the rest of my life. Anytime someone mentions it, anyone some there's highlights from it, anything, I'm just turning it off. I'm switching channels. Yeah, it. Uh, but you know, you had that. At least they won the year before. You know, at least there was that. At least there was that. And we were just excited to have football back. I mean, 256 games. They got them all in last year in the regular season. You know, during the pandemic and having no fans, which is really weird. So, got it back now. We'll talk Chiefs going forward, Chiefs problems. Andy Reid addressed some of them yesterday. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.